What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Sips and Stogies podcast. My name is Oscar. And my name is Kevin. Oh, Kevin, what is going on, brother? Dude, it's been so long. It feels so good to be back here with you, sir. I And I don't know if it's the payday that I smashed on the way up here at Candy Bar or <laughs> if it's my vanilla Starbucks double shot that's kicking in, but I am wired, man. Oh, man, it feels good to be back, sir. Hell yeah, it's all beautiful outside today. We've yes. got some really good-ass bourbon on the way. Yes, we do. Got some good cigars. And this is the bartender bitch session. Yes, it is. I have <laughs> I have a lot to get off my chest. Sir. This is the episode that if you are a bartender, please mm. let us know if you well, I'm sure you can, but let us know how much of this stuff you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's gonna be all of it. But if you're a guest mm-hmm. or a customer, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Now's not the time to have a sensitive vagina. That's right. Because <laughs> right. you, you may get upset because you may find that, you know what? I'm that douche in the bar. Mm-hmm. Like, this is why I don't get, this is why I get shitty service. Exactly. This is why the bartender always looks really pissed off when I go there, mm-hmm. but happy with everybody else. Yeah, but but just real quick, this this is this is not necessarily about our current job, because we've bartended in different places before. Yes, so this, this is not a, a knock on our current job. This is just across the board, yes. bartenders. And this is, I, like you said, I mean, I've worked in the casino bars. Mm-hmm. I've worked in regular bars. We both have done, you know, functions at our, at our jobs. I've done, we both have probably done, like, bartending on the side. Yeah. And you always get, like, the same general things that happen there's and always some, that guy yes always that guy. that guy that girl and you know sometimes it's just somebody that genuinely doesn't know and i do think that if you're a bartender worth half your salt you can kind of pick up on that yeah and you know you feel a little bit more sorry for those people you're mm-hmm. like all right man let me educate you a little bit yeah but then you have those people that you're just like you're just being a dick yeah like you're not even trying to be nice you're just trying to be that person at the bar that wants to wop, wop out their metaphorical penis and yes. show how big it is because you're, like, trying to stunt. For... Now, like, dude, nobody cares. Yes. Nobody exactly, cares. Exactly, exactly. All right, so, so before we get into it, we're going to crack open the bourbon. And it's a very special bourbon, sir. This is the very first bottle that has been donated to us. Yes. And it has been donated to us by a very good friend of ours, my older brother, Nick. Yes, so Nick, thank Nick, you. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you for the support you've given us. Awesome. Not just in this, but in every aspect of our lives. And he has gifted us a bottle of Blanton's bourbon. Oh. Bottle, it's getting harder and harder to find. And when, really? you, and when you find it, a nine times out of ten, the price is going to be like double or triple. I was at a store two weeks ago, and I, I, I asked the guy, I was like, well, how much for the bottle? It's like, 150 out the door. I was like, okay, well, then I'm going out the door. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna pay 150 for a 60 dollar bottle, brother. No, ah, but it is a beautiful bottle, and I didn't realize this until we started working together initially. That the uh, the horse on top of the bottle, that's uh, such a beautiful sound. It never gets old. <laughs> but the horse on top, um, they have a couple different, I guess, ones yes. to mimic in order a horse running. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a it's a, a, a race horse from the beginning of the race to the end of the race. Okay, cool. And, and each 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 uh, each horse has a different letter on it, and uh, because Blanton's does have two ends, there are two different ends, and we actually have one of the ends right here. Okay, so it, it actually spells Blanton's, so that's how the whole thing goes. Man, you could like put a bell on that and make it like a Christmas ornament. 
I never thought of that. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it'd be the one ornament you wouldn't mind putting up every single year. For real? Year round, man. What are you talking about? Don't, don't they have like a fixture like you can get from Blanton's um, that, where you can display? I mean, you can buy it on Amazon, right? but it's, okay. it's basically a barrel stave with little notches where you can put the little the Blanton's pumps on, on there. Yeah. I'm, I wonder how much, dude. I wonder how much you could sell just the caps for. Like a I mean, it's Pokemon not, kind of it's trading not that card much because you can actually buy them from Blanton's or, oh. or, or rather from like Buffalo Trace themselves. That's a that's cheating. And especially if you go to the to the like distillery, they have a bunch of like buckets. Like, oh, here's the B, here's the L, da da da. Uh, so, I feel like in but that's order, no fun. Yeah, I mean, that's if cheating. You're, if you're gonna have that, I feel like you should have a sticker that says like mm. "drank not bought." Yeah, something like that. Mm. All right, so mm, here we right. go, sir. Nick, this is to you, sir. Oh, sorry, I had to smell it real quick. That's good. That is my first. 46.5% alcohol. That's the first time I've ever had Blanton's. Really? Like, I'm sure I've made. Well, no, I don't know if I've straw tested. If I have, no. it's been a small straw test, but I don't right. even think I did that. But this is, oh, Nick, thank you. Brother, I say is... I say we start every show with a, with a, a pour of Blanton's from my own. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's it. In honor of Nick. In honor of Nick. And appreciation. Oh, man. Yes. I'm like, I'm smelling the microphone now. <laughs> yes, the very first donated bottle. Hopefully not the last. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn, that's good. God, that's good. That's good shit. All right, so the next step is, of course, our cigars. And I did, I haven't actually looked any up in this. Looked up, looked, ugh. Oh, really? Shit, I know. I mean, it's it's good. two shots, man. Come on. It's not even that. Get your shit together. Um, I have not done my research yet on this one, but Mm -mm -mm. that is something we talked about right before the show. That uh, I'm definitely going to. Well, we're going to aim for more, not necessarily full, full reviews, even though I'm sure we'll do a, a full cigar review eventually. But um, we'll try to, I guess, pair up and have the same cigar and do an act like a tasting kind of do. No, yeah. Of it. But for me, I have the Shrouded Crown that I uh, was at the uh, Coast Cigar Shop, uh, Coast, Coast Cigar Company, I'm sorry, in Ocean Spring, Mississippi. And, um, I went in there, I'd watched some of the fights last night, which I did not see all of them. I did see a couple. And there was one, man. God, I'm getting off, to- uh, off topic. I don't know the fighters, but they were, the f- I think they're the first females in the, not prelims? Okay. No, undercard prelims. But anyway, this chick, when I walked into the shop, this chick had already had the other girl in like a, a jiu-jitsu leg lock, okay. like half head and shoulder kind of deal okay um and apparently had had her in that for like four and a half minutes five minutes damn like damn near the entire round that's no fun for either one of them because i know her legs were like jello Mm -hmm. um but i walked in and picked that up and he he was looking light on the humidor like we talked before the show but um ups was kind of holding up on uh he's got a big order trying to come in so and i saw so before i walked in he was like dude my bad i'm like what he goes? I know it's light, but I'm got a bunch of shit coming in. I'm like, dude, I'll find whatever I need to find to smoke in there, bro. Yeah, it ain't real, no man. problem. I said, if anything, it gives me a reason to go find something else. We'll find something. So that's what I've got. I'm actually kind of looking that up right now a little bit. Like right, I said, well, you I do that. I've got, I've got the Alec Bradley Black Market Filthy Hooligan, and this was gifted to me by our friend uh, Christian Baum, or also known as the Big Tall Ugly Guy. Big tall, that's how he is on Facebook. That's how he is. Like, I still see him on Facebook. Well, that's, big, that's tall, actually guy. his nickname. That's what he goes by with everything. 
Oh, okay. And, and the story behind that, I, he told me, I'm, I'm kind of messing it up completely, but he said, it's way back when uh, somebody was joking with him. I was like, oh, man, it's, it's, it's messed up that, that, that all the big, tall, ugly guys get, get the girls. So, and since then, I guess he was going by a big, tall, ugly guy. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. But this guy, he's super generous, a great guy, great friend. And when we were during the shutdown, he made sure that I still had cigars to smoke. Nice. So, uh, that, sir, yeah. is a true friend. Yeah. So, again, brother, thank you so much if you're listening to this. All right. Let's see, guys. Oh, here's the deal. I, you know what? I don't know if I'm just looking it up wrong or not, but I'm not seeing any information on the cigar itself yet. All I see is, like, Thompson Cigar Company, I guess, you know, because that's where you can retail it at. But, ah, oh, man. Okay, I dropped the ball big on this, guys. I don't know anything about this cigar other than it looks, it's a dark, oily wrapper. Uh, if I had to guess from just the color alone, doesn't look like it's going to be too, too strong, but it's definitely not going to be like a light Connecticut or something like that. Um, I'd say probably about a 50-ish ring gauge. Uh, not a huge, thick cigar. Probably about, what do you think, five? Yeah. Yeah, so I'd say about a five by like 50, maybe five by just under that. So I'm about to light that up. Oscar's already got a head start on me. And I do want to give a quick shout out to, hang on, I wrote down everything I needed. Mm, you can tell you've been out of it for a minute. Yeah, to uh, our friend, uh, Larry Johnson, who uh, I took a picture of the ashtray and put it on Facebook. But he actually made this out of an old cigar box. Oh, and I was I looked at that originally. And uh, the... The ashtray that I gifted you a few weeks ago, like yeah. the portable one. That thing's so awesome. He 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 also made that. So uh, he doesn't have a Facebook page. I mean, he doesn't have a website, but he's got a Facebook page, and it's called Blessed Designs. Mm. So if you guys want to score some really cool like ashtrays, please please go go support this man. They're all handmade. That dude, I, we were in a we were in a flea market. Me and Delia were in a um, like one of those flea market type deals where it's enclosed, but you go rent up basically a booth and they just put all the shit there to sell and there was a uh, whole shelf of old cigar boxes oh nice um and i told delia i was like you know what i'd love to think of something to do with those because i mean you could find them cheap as hell and yeah. some of them are just really cool with the cedar box mm -hmm. so that is actually a very very cool idea yeah yeah i like that a lot all right so let's see so as we said guys today this one is the bartender bitch session and I have a small little list, and you know I'm sure we'll kind of go off on a tangent. Yeah, maybe a few tangents. Um, oh wait, you've got a story to tell me. Oh, I almost forgot. Yes. Okay. So, and to help Oscar, because he's been fighting with the termites again. Oh fuck me, dude. Bastards. Um, I told him. I said, "Well, look. I said I got something that made cheer your day up, but I'm not going to tell you anything about it. I'm going to wait and tell you about it on uh, on the podcast because I have a picture to show you." Now, of course, you guys at home aren't going to see the picture, so you just have to trust me on this. I mean, but, you could post it on a Facebook group, maybe. Uh, yeah, I could. Yeah? Well, let's tell the story first. Yes. And then yes. we'll talk, because I don't know if they want to see the picture. <laughs> All right. So, day before yesterday, mm. we got a good friend of ours that also bartends where we're at, uh, J-Rose. So, I get a text from him on Thursday. Okay. Yes, Thursday. Because um, I was off. It's probably like 2, 2.30-ish, 
somewhere around there because Delia was about to go to work. She had right. a really good night. And so he texted me. He goes, hey, dude. He was like, can you pick up this bar for me tomorrow? He was like, I'm having some car trouble. I was like, yeah, dude. I mean, you know, it's it'll be a double, but I'll probably be off Saturday. It's a good bar. Got to make you know, that money. Yeah, hell yeah. You know, I was like, sure. I, you know, it is what it is. I help you out. No problem at all. So I asked him. I said, all right, well, you know, what's going on with the car? Because to set some context, like this guy is a Mustang fanatic not just that he's a glock fanatic yes this Must- man this man will preach from the book of mm-hmm. glock till the day is long but he's cool about it he is he, he even uh when we went shooting that one time he even says it look bro i'm a glock i'm a glock fanatic i'm a glock nerd he was like i know there are other guns out there <laughs> he was like but i'm just telling you i think glocks are king and everything else is not there's nothing they're just they're not whatever he said yeah. but i know my ignorance so and then i'll preach to you about the glocks so he is just as fanatical about mustangs as he is glocks yes. now he has a beautiful ford mustang mm-hmm. orange and black I, I don't know you know what the engine size yeah. but so when i ask him okay so you know what's going on with the car cuz it was a newer clean clean car so i yeah. was wondering he goes dude he was like i got into this morning and I went to turn the engine over and nothing would start. And then he sends me that picture. What the fuck? (laughs) Baby rats. (laughs) A rat. (laughs) Apparently a rat. And we were talking about this at work today. Right. A baby Mm. rat. I'm assuming the rat was already like nine and a half, ten months pregnant or however long rats go. Mm. And she was about to drop them and just found the first place she could find, which happened to be underneath his hood he sends me a picture of the hood popped underneath the engine and he's got a whole brand new bundle of baby rats like no hair nothing and it was sad because i'm like okay what do you do like the mom apparently got scared off or something you know she's gonna come back but Mm -hmm. right now you got all these baby just sitting there like how do you like how do you handle that? Like what yeah. do you do you call? Anyway, so he sent me that picture and I was like, Yeah, dude, I got you. Don't worry about it. So and then I asked him, was it last night? I said, Hey man, how uh how's your babies? He was like, Shut up, man. <laughs> he texted me, he goes, Man, he said, I don't know what's going on with the car. He was like, I got it at the dealership. He said, Hopefully. But he said he getting new power to it. So I'm thinking, because I had an episode or an issue when I worked at the Harley shops. Mm. We had a bike come in, and the guy was getting no power to the bike whatsoever. Uh, like, would he turn the starter on? Nothing. And so after checking the battery cable, it looked like it was tight, so we went ahead and filled a work order out and got him in. Well, about uh, 20, 30 minutes later, the tech comes out. He's like, hey, I found the problem. And he hands me this, like, whole pecan in a shell. I'm like, the what hell? the fuck is that supposed to be? He was like, just come here. It'll make more sense when I show you. So I give him back the uh, pecan, and we walk back, and he looks behind the primary where the power cord's at, and okay. there's a gap chewed in the power cord, and he drops the pecan, and it fit perfect in there. Oh, shit. <laughs> so that's why I called the guy. I'm like, yeah, I found your problem, man. I was like, um, I said, you need a new power, whatever, you know, main battery cord, whatever. <clears throat> you know, here's the price. He goes, what happened? I'm like, well, it involved a pecan. He <laughs> 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 could just dead fucking silence on the phone, dude. He's like... Uh, I'm like, look, man, I don't mean to make joke of you. He's like, but if you're by the shop, I said, it just would make more sense to come in and yeah, show you. Exactly. I said, but that that's what the problem is. And, you know, here's what it is. So we'll go ahead and get it, you know, get it ordered and everything. Right. He's like, but I'm, I'll be by the shop. I want to come check it out. So he walks in. I do the same thing. I just, I handed him the, uh, the, the pecan. I was like, come here, man, I'll show you. <laughs> and I showed him the cord and I was like, 
Drop that in there real quick. And sure enough, it perfect. He goes, are you fucking shitting me, dude? I'm like, yeah, apparently you got some, uh, you got some furry friends that are messing around with your Yeah, that's just a, a story that like words just don't make sense or mm -hmm. do it justice. Like you've got to see it in person. Yeah. Well, and that's why he sent that picture. <laughs> he said, uh, <laughs> I was talking to one of the supervisors and she was in the office and she was like, yeah, he just, he calls back. He say, look, uh, I got some car issues. And then he just sends a picture. He's like, like what, what, what do you do? Like, how do you, how do you verbally just, yeah. you know, it's like someone's going to go, yeah, bullshit. You're just trying to get out of work. Yeah, exactly. He's like, no, man, here's my babies. All 25 of them or whatever. How many was in the picture? So there, that's help you feel a little bit better. <laughs> I do feel a little better. <laughs> Sorry, J. Rose. But if it makes you feel any better, Oscar feels better now. I, I, I kind of want closure of the story now. Yeah, you know what? Well, I know he's at work. And when he passed by, he didn't seem very mad, but he didn't seem like his normal, like, hey, man, what's going on? Da -da -da -da. So I was just like, hmm. I mean, should we congr congratulate him on like his new family? Does he have some new pets? Why not? J. Rose from, from the Stips and Stogies yes. podcast. Congratulations. Congratulations, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um, hopefully, it's not because they, they got expensive tastes if they're fucking around with your Mustang. Yeah, they do. Maybe you should give them some Dodge parts or something like that. Yeah. All right. Awesome. All right. So, that was the story. I feel Hopefully, better. you feel better now. feel a little so, better. All right. So, do you want to start or do you, I want to start? Uh, I'll now, go. We went down and we kind of made a list individually, which some of these are going to, I'm sure they're going to cross over anyway. So yeah. these are the things over the course of our, however many years we've mm -hmm. both been barking and bartending combined and separate of the things that are like, damn. Yeah. But uh, I've also reached out to different bartenders, you know, just say, Hey, just curiosity. What are some of your pet peeves or whatever? So I, I, I did reach out to like two or three, just, just for, uh, for, sh for shits for and giggles. Yeah, exactly. All right. So my first one, it's the guy that, it's just, it's the little things, but it annoys the fuck out of me. It's like the guy that reaches behind the fruit tray and just like starts grabbing fruit. It's like, bro. Mm -hmm. No. I actually had that. I called it, let's see, what did I call it? Uh, I even did a video on it too a while back. Facebook, this was way before the podcast. Yeah. But uh, what did I say? Uh, here you go. I said tap, no, fruit trays. Fruit trays or fruit trays, not buffets. Yeah. Yes. And the thing is, if people knew how bad that fruit gets finger banged on a regular basis mm -hmm. <laughs> just i mean i don't care how often you clean your hands like because yeah. you figure in some bars you've got at least the bar back yeah who's messing with the fruit because they've got to cut the fruit and stuff like that store it and then you got them put it in the fruit tray and then of course you have the bartender you have the servers cocktails whatever context you're talking about and then you've got the guys yeah. the customers that are coming up and grabbing the fruit so you never see a bartender eat out of his own fruit tray yeah very, there's a reason very for rarely very rarely yes dude I, i've actually smacked someone's hand you know he's reaching like hey no <laughs> no it's like you're hollering at one of the kids yeah bad customer bad Jesus. customer now go in the corner think about what you just did look if you want something just tell me mm -hmm. tell me or they'll come up and they're like hey i need to get a cup of olives so i'll give them like three or four olives on a stick and put it in a cup they're like that's all like sweetheart it's a garnish it's not a snack yeah like well i really love your olives we, we have the same ones that walmart have well i mean well i have the same ones that <laughs> you bougie bitches have got the big fucking olives over there yeah we miss those that, yeah I, I was gonna say like ours are like the big mm -hmm. olives and yeah i was like dude this is not a fucking buffet hey can i get uh extra olives on my bloody mare yeah sure no problem so i'll stab like two or three more can i have more <laughs> why well i'm kind of hungry 
and fucking eat something. <laughs> it's like you want to. You don't need olives. You need a menu. That's yeah, what you exactly. need. Exactly. <laughs> you have like a bar menu. Start selling on the sides. Like stick of olives, fifty cents. Stick of cherries, fifty cents. Dude. Yes. And that's like, especially people that'll come up and they'll order like olives is a big thing. They'll order like pina coladas with olives on them. Oh just so. God. And it's, I love making the pina colada and then sticking the olives right on the whipped cream. They're like, oh, I'm like, what's, what's that's what you, you want? Ask, right. Yeah. That's what, well, I'm like, no, gotcha. <laughs> Not well. Like, sorry, no takesy backsies. Well, see, it's easier for you when you work daiquiri bar because you've got a daiquiri machine. We've got to you know, get the pitcher, get the ice cream, I, get the cocoa. No, no. It is a little, that had a rhyme to it. Like it almost, I don't remember singing when I was over there making daiquiris and stuff. Did you guys update that a little bit? No, it's it's <laughs> like we 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 start cursing as soon as we start the the, the blender button. It's like beep 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 yeah. beep 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 beep. Order daiquiri, it's like Morse code. Well, no, because like the blender's loud, so you know mm. it gets muffled. And honestly, that's one of the reasons why I still wear a mask at work. <laughs> I know several several people that do that. They're like, I didn't realize how much I had resting bitch face until I had to show it all the time. Let me tell you a quick story about that. Um, you know Brad, like one of my servers mm-hmm. and also a bartender. Uh, the first day that he worked without a mask, well, he ordered something. I forgot what it was from the kitchen. And they forgot it. And he was working the table right there next to the kitchen. He said, hey, can I get this? Oh, it's going to be a minute. So he turns around. I was like, what the fuck? And his table's like, you know, you just cursed, right? He's like, oh, my God, I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> it's so awesome. I'd be like, gotcha, bitch. So you see, sometimes wearing a mask is good for you. <laughs> that is awesome, dude. That is funny as shit. All right, let's see. Now, my next one. What? A, oh, shit. All right, here we go. Oh, no a la carte orders. Like, know what you want. So if you're coming up and you've got, well, even if it's a single drink, mm-hmm. like I've had guests come up, they're going, give me a Bloody Mary. With goose and not spot. I'm like, God damn it, dude. Can't you talk faster? Yeah, come like, on, Sparky. Let's go. Yeah, like I'm grabbing the glass. We get nice. They're like, yeah, goose. I've already got half the fucking regular yeah. vodka poured in there. It's like sling blade. Come on. Yeah. And then I'm like pouring a thing of Tabasco. Yeah, not, not, not spicy. I'm like, you just saw me pick up the Tabasco bottle. Like, come on, man. Use your words. Yeah. Pronounce yourself. Like, say the whole damn thing. I mean, it's just, oh, like I had a couple, two couples actually come up today. And it was so funny because they're like, uh, we'll have a goose and bull, and uh, so of course I've already got the ice glass down, mm. and I've got a goose. Start making that. Put I'm putting that like, and we'll have a um, we'll have a Bloody Mary, and uh, so of course I'm like ice down on that. And uh, can I get another another goose? I'm like I just put the fucking goose up. <laughs> like God damn it. Well, to 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 feed on that one, if you're with a group. Order all at once. Mm-hmm. I prom. I'm a grown up. I can memorize more than one drink. If I if you reach my limit, I'll tell you. It's like, hold up, scooter. Yeah, you hit four. That's about my limit. Oh, like, unless like, it's simple. I'll take a Bloody Mary. All right, here you go. And I'll take a Bud Light. Okay. And I'll take it up. Before I walk away, are there any more? Yeah. When you get to the third and, I'm like, is there anything else? Yeah. And I'll like be a borderline douche about it. Now, granted, if your party's not there and and they're walking up as I'm making it. Fucking yell it. I don't care. But even then, yeah. wait till they get there. Yeah, sure. It's common courtesy. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's that's the thing. I'm like, come on, man. Like, just give me your order. It's yeah. like going to Burger King, uh-huh. and you go, instead of saying, give me number five, you go, okay, I have the the Whopper, and uh, I, let me do a medium fry. <laughs> um, and Hang on. I'm not done yet. Hang on. And uh, yeah, let me get a Coke. So you want a number four. 
Yeah, I'll do that too. <laughs> fuck, dude. Jesus. I'm like the three cars had piled up and everyone's pissed off because you just couldn't yeah. say a fucking four. Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. So yeah, no a la carte orders. Unless you're in a really fancy ass bar. And even then, like just the menu. Well, I'm not okay. Like my bars, I'm I'm, I'm not gonna say we're we're high class or fine dining, but it's a more of an upscale bar. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but still, we're the same way. It's like we can order all at once. I promise. I'm uh, myself or my bartenders are going to memorize it. I promise. Yes, that's the thing with bartenders. Like you, I mean, you wind up getting good. I mean, like I said, my me, uh, uh, depends on what the drink is too. Because if they're just four completely mm-hmm. off the wall drinks mm-hmm. that I can't connect them in my mind some kind of way. Yeah. Then, you know, I've got my small hand for, I'm like, okay, whatever. But, you know, if you start talking about, you know, white Russian butterscotch and sex on the beach, like, you know, all that shit got vodka in it. So yeah. it's easier. It's just like yeah. vodka, vodka, vodka. And then this was that, that was that, and that was that. Yeah. But, but what's, what's the saying? Uh, bartenders uh, hear all and see nothing. Yes. <laughs> I use that so many damn times. They're like, oh, uh, I wonder if I'm like, hold up scooter. I'm just here to make money, not to be a snitch. That's right. I don't mm. give a shit who you're sitting with or. Which one's your old lady or which one's not your old lady? Like, look, I'm just here to serve drinks. That's all. <laughs> all right. So my next one is the guy that starts off the conversation with, well, I'm a bartender at. Oh, da-da-da-da. my God. That, because that, oh. that, that ultimately tells me one of two things. Yes. Either A, you're going to start judging every little thing I do, or B, you're, you're going to stiff me or give me a shitty tip because you're not a bartender. Yes. You're basically using that as like, hey, I'm a bartender. I'm 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 mm-hmm. one of you. I'm gonna take care of you at the end of the night. I promise. No. Dude, it's like that. Now, if it comes up in, in conversation, sure. Completely different. Yeah. Sure. But don't start off like, yeah, I'm a bartender here. Yeah. Okay. You well, start off the conversation with that. Yeah. That's oh that's a red flag. I know. Like that's as soon as I hear that, flag. I'm assuming I'm getting stiffed until proven otherwise. Exactly. Because I as a bartender am not gonna go to the bar and go, you know, I, I bartend. Yeah. So um you're you're poking that olive the wrong way it should be counterclockwise <laughs> and 90 degrees and that glass i mean you should like palm it better like what the fuck are you no i had a guy today it was funny i had one of my barbacks one of my newer barbacks and mm. the guy walks up and i had just gotten back from break so i don't know the beginning of the conversation but automatically when i get there i'm like this guy looks like he might be a douche mm. he walks up yeah that vibe yeah and so he starts off with um like i guess the barback made the mistake he tell him that he was still kind of new so i don't know if this guy was a bartender or not so he automatically was like man yeah man you know <laughs> you know nothing nothing holds up a bar worse when you're doing this and this and this and i wanted to go or unless you're the douche that's trying to tell somebody how mm. what holds a bar up because by this time he had like three people behind i'm like dude come on man and then he starts telling him yeah you know da, 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 da. and i'm like oh damn just give him a drink Yep. But yes, I assume it's one of two things. I assume we're either going to get stiffed or sometimes you get a decent tip. But most of the time, if they're announcing it. Yeah. yeah. If they lead off with that. Yes. Because I'm like, if you truly were a bartender and you know how it is, then you would know that that one statement right there is just not, it's just, it's not good. Yeah. It automatically leaves a bad impression because you're like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to treat you any differently because, you know, you're, one of us. I mean, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I treat everybody the same. I treat, you know, everybody great, the same service. You know, it, you know, it's not going to get you an extra shot. That's actually one of my other points. I'll skip ahead real quick. Let's That's the thing. I'm there to make money. Yeah. Not friends. Exactly. I can't pay my mortgage yeah. with smiles and great compliments. Yeah. They pay me by the dollar. So we can be cool friends and everything, but if you're sitting at the bar 
don't expect me to start handing you drinks. Or if like, especially the ones that are going to stiff, they walk up and they're automatically just really, really chatty. Yeah. Like, hey, man, what's going on? Da, 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 da. And you're like, fuck, dude, here we go. Because yeah. it's like, I get it. Like, because you got, we have guests. They'll mm-hmm. sit and they'll chat it up and stuff oh, like yeah. that. It, that's part of the fun of it is actually chatting with your bartender. Yeah. But sometimes you just get a vibe. Yeah. And it's like, like I had a guy today come in and he was a, uh, said he was a former employee. So he sits down at the bar, <clears> orders <throat> the first drink, nothing, but he's not playing either. I'm like, all right. All right. Maybe he's just getting started. So he's a younger guy too. It's like, maybe he just doesn't know. No problem. So I go about my business. I'm working the bar and everything. And so he orders again, like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes later. And so I give him the second round. I'm like, all right, <clears throat> look over. Notice he still doesn't have any money in the machine and still not tipped. I'm like, all right, we're about to give him a lesson real quick. Yep. But he winds up not ordering anything after he gets up and leaves, but then he comes back like, right at shift change i'm like all right man you want to cash or charge this one he's like uh, uh. i said yeah i can do a couple across the bar man but after that if you're not gaming i got to charge yeah uh, uh. Like, look dude you seem like a cool dude and i understand you used to work here but here's the deal at the end of the day the camera's in the sky I don't give a shit about That's whether you right. work there or not and i gotta pay bills so six bucks yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was like uh i'm like like it's like he's like that stare off in old westerns when like you stare at each other <laughs> and you hear the music go and you're just waiting to see which one's going to draw first. It's like I would have walked away. Well, I was about to because you know Stu was behind me. I'm like, fucker, I'm leaving. Like it's four o'clock. I'm ready to go. Yeah. But yes. So and that kind of falls in line with a segue when you talked about when you were talking to female bartenders mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know we have we, we work with female cocktails and stuff too and it's the same thing. It's like look and this is what I can say for. For guys, here's the deal. It's their job to flirt mm-hmm. and be nice. Yeah. Like, a lot of them have dudes at home. Yeah. Some of them have really big bearded guys at home. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And we just want to pay our bills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so me and Delia, we've got this funny thing with us. Like, when she goes to work, I'm like, all right, baby. I said, you know, look, it's like. Pop them suckers out a little bit. I said, get them perky. Make some money. And I'll walk away. And she's like, all right. Said, make sure you stick that ass a little bit more. It's like, we got the light bill to pay. <laughs> yeah. I've got a bartender friend that uh, his his girlfriend or like now wife said, it's like, I don't care what you say to these women to get their money. As long as the end of the night, you give me their money. I'm like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. That is awesome. And it's, I mean, we're making a really big light. I joke. Out of it. it sounds like we're completely taking advantage, but no guys, we're talking about like, it's like with it's like when I talk to you know, our new barbacks and stuff like that. And they'll ask questions like, well, you know, how, what do you do this? How do you do that? It's like, look, man, here's the supervisor answer guideline. Yeah. I said, but the key thing is, is once you just, if you just pay attention, you start to learn the people who are regulars who people are just there generally to have a good time and they don't maybe they don't know maybe they don't know what yeah. the policy is whatever so you're just trying to weed out like I said those douches that come up to the bar and you they're just there to either power drink or they're there to flex you know trying to you know because you have free drinks especially like in the exactly. casino they're like hey man give me this and this and this and you're like hold up scooter it's it's just one drink it's like oh but i'm playing yeah it's still just one drink exactly like I, I got, I got people dependent on me. Like, hey, you want to ball out, you got to go, go buy it someplace. <laughs> oh, excuse me. All right, so I have two in my mind, and I can't decide which one I want to do next. Shit, do both. 
right. So the next one is, and again, nothing against anybody. The ones that go to bartending school and they want to make sure you know they mm-hmm. went to bartending school. It's like, I'll take, you know, and, and they'll, they'll go to the bar and they'll order the most idiotic fucking drink. I was like, I'll have a this and this and this. Yeah, I don't know how to make that. I can teach you. No, nah, it's okay. It's like, why not? Because only people like you are going to fucking order it. <laughs> it's like, trust me, once you leave, I'm not going to have to make it yeah. ever again. I had a guy actually write it down on a napkin. It's like, I looked at it. Oh, thank you very much. And I chucked it in the garbage can right in front of him. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's, it's great that you want to be a bartender. That's great, man. But no one is going to order those fucking drinks. No. Especially if you're... One, look, look in... The area. See see what kind of bar you're in? Yeah, because every bar's got a person, their personality. Yeah. I mean, I know, and that's something else, too. You know, it's, it's you know, I tell our guys when they're new. because And I was the same way when I first started bar backing because I, I had never worked in a bar before. I wasn't a big drinker, so I didn't know. Yeah. But what I learned very quickly, and I know we both can agree on this, the number one thing that I hear, I'm sure you hear, we all hear, as a bartender from people who are not bartenders, mm-hmm. is oh, man, the hardest part must be remembering all those drinks. No. Like, no. no that's, like, the easy, that's the easy part. Yeah, because you're never going to know all the drinks. <clears throat> like, I don't care how many times you bartend or how many years bartending. Yeah. You're never going to know every single drink. You know who knows them, though? Google. Yeah, there you go. And that's it, too. That's what I tell them. I see with the guys that have, like, the big books. Like, I got my book. I'm like, I got my phone. Yeah. Now, I, I will say this. You know, like, when I first started, I did carry, like, the mm-hmm. bartender book with me, like, in my back pocket because it fit in my back pocket. And honestly, it was great. Because, you know, say you were at a bar where, like like an HD bar, on Graveyard especially, if you got nothing to do, just start flipping. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'll, I'll do that. So, yeah, it did come in handy. But a, a lot of places, like I I know a buddy of mine bartends, he can't have his phone on him at all. Like he has to leave it like in the locker. Kind of like, man. Like dealers do. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, it stays like in the locker. I could see. Now, in that case, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I could see that. But like we said, every bar's got the personality. So some of the drinks that I make where I'm at now – it's not on our menu, not that we have a menu, mm-hmm. but it's because of where I worked before. Yeah. You know, like our biggest drink where we worked before, the the relaxer. Yeah. I mean, I've made that for a couple guests when, you know, they're looking for something different, but I always tell them, like, look, if you go to somebody else and ask for this, they're probably not going to know what the hell you're talking about. Exactly. So if it's not me, order it this way. Yeah. That way they know you get something close to it mm-hmm. and you're good. But every bar has got that personality. You know, you might learn, you might spend a year or two at one bar and learn all your drinks there. And yeah. then when you relocate to another bar, you still know all those drinks you knew before. Yeah, you just can't make them. Yeah. But now you got to make, you got to make a whole different set of drinks. Yeah. So you get close to it, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. So remembering the drinks by far, and I haven't, I have yet to talk to a bartender that's actually had the experience mm-hmm. that said to me that, that, that was the hardest part. My, 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 what I think is the hardest part is just learning how to deal with the people. Okay. Yeah. Because you got some people that they want to chat, mm-hmm. they want to talk, mm-hmm. they want that experience at the bar, they want the whole, you know, classic sit down and bullshit with the bartender. And you got other people that they just want to sit, they want to order the drink and be left the fuck alone. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, they, that, yeah. they literally just want a living, breathing Coke machine. That's it. Yeah. Like they order, they give you the money, you give them the drink, and then <clears> that's it. I don't know. For me, Maybe it's because of the kind of bar that we work at, but the hardest thing for me is not the people, it's the register because there's so many ways to pay for your drinks or food. Mm. You know, you got cash, credit, you know, because we do work in a casino and casino restaurants, you know, you got comps, you know, 
you got so many ways to pay and it, 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 you got to find the button. You got to go through 15 screens just to find the one little button. Oh, there it is right there. See, for me, see, I've been on the, the casino floor now. It's the opposite. I actually miss that part because really? by the, the opposite of that is working on the casino floor, uh -huh. you have cop drinks. Mm -hmm. So you're constantly screening out the people who are gaming and not gaming. You know, who are people who are just trying to bar hop looking for a couple of extra drinks who are not gaming versus somebody who is actually playing on the casino floor. Yeah, okay, I got you. And they just you. want to drink. Whereas when I was at a cash bar, an only cash bar, it was simple. If you want a shot of vodka, it's five fifty. Yeah. That's the end of the conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't a, well, you know, I've been gaming over there, but then I moved over here and I haven't had this. And you're just like, okay, fine here. Come back again. I'm going to charge. But right now here. So, but I could see where different bars would be kind of different like that. Yeah. But by far, I think to me, it's the people. Cause it really sucks when you're having a shitty day because there's always going to be that, that talking person that the days you don't want to talk as a bartender, those are the days when you have every guest oh, that wants to God. sit and chat. Yeah. Dude, that's sometimes that is the hardest thing. Mm -hmm. Cause like you could have the shittiest day. You could be arguing with your wife, you know, traffic is a bitch. As soon as you clock in, man, you got to leave that there. Yes. You need to leave that there because if not, it's going to affect your tips. Well, because you're on stage. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, and I've told you're this. dancing monkey. Exactly. Yes. That's like I was talking to one of the cocktails, but, you know, it's cocktailing, bartending, I mean, servers, really it, just about anybody in the service industry, front of the house service industry, I'll say. I mean, you're on stage. You know, people go to the casinos to have a good time and to forget their troubles. So yeah. the last thing they want to go here is, your troubles. Now, obviously, you got your regulars that you get to know over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. And you can sit there and kind of vent to them a little bit, just on a personal level. But by and large, I mean, just think about it. When we went to we went to the Golden Nugget uh, a little while ago, like a little staycation. Okay. Now, we're not a complete asshole. So if our, like our pool server, uh, I can't remember her name, Mandy, Mindy. Either way, she's a very beautiful girl. She was, she was spot on. Like, she was awesome. She was attentive cheerful like we didn't have to want for anything she kept coming by like you know even bullshit with us for a second she was awesome 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 but i mean we were there to like relax have yeah. a good time forget about everything so i mean if she did just like started dumping on us about how her boyfriend had a fight and how this this like i'd have felt kind of bad for being a dick but at the yeah. end of the day i'm like i just want to lay by the pool yeah and not do shit <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to listen. I don't want to talk. I just want to sit here and drink and get as much of a tan as possible without burning my ass off. <laughs> but that, for me, like, that's for me, that's the hardest part. Because, you know, you do have people where sometimes you come in, especially working morning shift, mm -hmm. 8 o'clock in the morning. Dude, I had one girl, she walked in, and I said, girl, she was not really older, but she walked in, and apparently she had, like, her story was she was running away from her husband who was abusive. And I mean, like eight o'clock in the morning, I ain't even had my coffee yet. Yeah. And she's just like, Boosh. I'm like, <laughs> shit. Well, I uh, hope everything really works out. And I'm just like, fuck, I'm not ready for this shit yet. Yeah. But um, then again, though, you know, because of where we work, she could be just trying to get money. Yeah. And that's the thing. You always yeah. got to be, you always got to be cautious. But to me, that's, that's the most, the hardest part of bartending that everyone mm -hmm. always thinks is the drinks. Yeah. To me, it's not. Like, mm -hmm. that's the easy part. Once you make the same 10 drinks a couple hundred times, you're going to remember the drinks. Yeah, exactly. It's just getting to deal with the people. So that's the... Oh. 
I know. I think I need and another it's, drink. It's, just it's now. not a bad job, guys. I mean, yeah. No, God, I, no. I, I, I do jokingly say that bartending is a thankless job, but it's really not, dude. I love my job. Like, honestly, next to working the theme parks, this is my favorite job. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I do enjoy it. I mean, I, and it's funny because the cigar shop, Coast Cigar Company shop, Coast Cigar, oh, God, I got to look. I'm going to get it wrong. Coast Cigar Company. There you go. Um, when I walked in there, they got to know me a little bit now, but when I first started going in there, um, I can't think of the guy's name, the gentleman's name. I'm so sorry, dude. I forgot your name. Um, but he's a AMR guy, a oh, EMT. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, of course, both my younger brothers, one's a uh, fire firefighter, um, yeah. works for the county now, and the uh, youngest one uh, is a police officer in Goshi, I believe. Um, yeah, because he, he got a promotion. Then Okay. But anyway, so I walked in there the first couple times, and I'm like, they're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you firefighter? I'm like, no, that's my brother. Oh, okay. please, 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 right? No, that that's my other brother. I'm just a bartender. They're like, bro, we all need our heroes. <laughs> I was like, I'll take it. All right. So do I get the discount? They're like, no. I'm like, that's fine. I don't oh, want it anyway. That's all right. That's, that's okay. That. So wink, wink, you know, bartender discounts are even awesomer. That'd be nice. But I that it, those those guys are cool, like I said. It's like, no. Well, hey, bro, we all need our heroes. I'm like, Thanks, man. Dude, I like that. Making me feel all a little better and stuff I like, like that. I like that. All right, so one of my next thing is, oh, I got a cool story. I'm going to call this one the short story. Okay. Bartenders love short stories. Mm-hmm. If you walk up to the bar, before you want to tell your bartender your long story, look around. If he's got more than one person, two people sitting at the bar, especially if they don't look like they've been sitting and camping out there for a little while, He's probably too busy to listen to the long story. Yeah. So give him the short story. Yeah. So I'm working Daiquiri Bar, and I had a, a, two girls walk up, and I'm judging from their age, probably like a mother-daughter kind of deal. So they walk up, they get their daiquiris, they walk away. And this is like toward the end of the night, but it's still kind of busy. Um, so they walk back up maybe uh, 10, 15 minutes later. Mm-hmm. Well, when they walk up, one person automatically follows them up. So I've got them and the person behind them. And the younger girl's like, okay, so I got, I got a story. I'm like, is it a long one? <laughs> Her mom starts laughing. I'm like, I'm totally not joking right now. Yeah. So she's like, no, no, listen, 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 listen. I'm like, all right, all right, okay. So she goes, well, all right, so we got a drink earlier. And so we went to the machine. And by this time, there's another person walked up. So now mm. I've got them and two other people behind them. Damn it. And my cocktail sitting off to the corner just walked up, put order. <laughs> so she's like, we, we, you know, we sat down and, and we were playing and I had my drink down there. And, and, uh, so I get up and I start to go to the bathroom and I'm like, by this time, another person walks up. So mm-hmm. now there's them, three people and the cocktail. I'm like, sweetheart, is there a short version of this? I'm like, I'm not trying to be an ass, but is there a short? And of course the mom's like, yes. And she's like, no, shh, shh. look, I'm, I'm almost done. Okay. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> and the whole time I'm like staring at her like, yeah. like, oh, okay. So she's like, all right. So when I come back to the bathroom and we're talking, you know, we're talking, drinking and I go to get my drink and, and I thought I knocked it over and it wasn't there. And so I think the, the, the stewarding, the cleaning lady took it. Yeah. And so, I mean, I just, I was wondering if I can get it, you know, I just need another drink. And now by this time I've got plus another one. So I've got them three, three or four people behind and the cocktail all looking at me. And I'm like, so the short story is the lady took your drink and you need another sex on the beach. 
<laughs> her mom starts laughing and the laugh, I did feel kind of bad. I did. I was really meant it to be kind of funny mm. at the same time, but or her mom thought it was funny, mm-hmm. but so the, so the, the girl's just looking at me. She's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I said, sweetheart, bartenders love short stories. I yeah. said, cliff notes, even yeah. Yeah. just here it is. That's what I need. Bam. That's it. So yeah, if you're walking up to the bar, Think about your story. Yeah. And if the bartender, especially if that bartender's moving, if that bartender is moving while you're talking to them, they have shit going on yeah. and they don't have time to stand there and have a conversation. Or find a good place to like hit the pause button. Yeah. And exactly. once he's done. Or I mean, if you got a story, hey, you know what? Go grab a seat at the bar. Let me clear out everybody and yeah. I'll come right back and oh, you yeah. can tell me the story as long as you need to tell me. But yeah, it was so funny. I was like, the short story is this. I was like, the cliff notes work great. That's fucking awesome. So be aware. Be aware. Oh, man. All Just, right. So my next one is the guy that complains about the prices. Mm. Okay. People have to remember, as a bartender, we have no say-so in what it costs. Mm-hmm. Hell, right now, I'm a bar and restaurant supervisor, and I still have no say-so have in no what price. it costs. My manager has no say-so in what it costs. Dude, I give my shit away for free, and people still get complaining. They'll walk up and get two or three drinks, and when I'm like, all right, dude, you're not playing. I don't see you. It's 550. Like, damn, that's that much? Fucker, you've already had three of them. Yeah, and it's, I said, plus like, it's 550. Yeah, I'm like, you're working. You got $20 credit already on the account. I'm charging you for your fourth one. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, man, that's the most expensive bourbon ever. And I'm like, no, I know places that are yeah. more expensive. Go across the street. Yeah, exactly. Come see me. <laughs> yeah, go see Oscar. Yeah, exactly. See, he's got some really expensive bourbons. Oh, and he won't good. ask you if you've been playing. That's right. <laughs> Just flat out ask. <laughs> Just flat. How much? Okay, bam. Yeah, you but go. no, you're right. But the price, we get that all the time, too, and yeah. I hate that. They're like, well, you know, I'm like, dude, look. I'm like, I don't. They just pay me to sit behind the bar, look pretty, and make you a drink. Like, we have no control on that. Mm -hmm. And then to defeat on that one, well, I paid this much at this bar. Well, then fucking go back there. I was like, I don't make their prices neither. Dude. It's like, if if you paid for, say, Blanton's, if you paid, I I think we charge 11 at my bar. Mm -hmm. If you paid 8 at another bar, then fucking go back. Have fun. That's like going to McDonald's. One McDonald's and paying like seven bucks for the Big Mac, mm. and then going to Burger King and paying four fifty for the Whopper. Like, I'm going for the Whopper because yeah. I'd rather pay four fifty than I'm not going to go to Burger or McDonald's and go, "Hey guys, Burger King's got it down the street." They're going to be like, "Well, it looks like you need to go get you a crown then." <laughs> like, you know what? I'm going to go get me a fucking crown, Fuck dude. You guys. I had a guy trying to haggle with me <laughs> with the price of of the. Uh... Blanton's uh, Barrel Proof, which is $25 for one ounce. Now, granted, yes, it's you know, it's for a one-ounce bore. I, I get it. But you still don't make the prices. Yeah, I was like, hey, okay, so it's 25 Can I get, like, half a shot and pay this? No, because we don't have a way to ring that up. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure some restaurants may do that, but we're not one of them. Yeah, it's like you can get half an ounce, but it's still going to be 25 Yeah, exactly. So, I, just, I, I, I don't. This is not the fucking pawn shop, brother. We're not going to fucking haggle. I'm not going to haggle with pawn stars. Look, best I can do is this. <laughs> but that, then that's the thing that I do miss about working like, you know, in like the floor mm-hmm. is because it was so, it's so easy to just go 650. Yeah. Like, are we comping it? Are we cashing it? Yeah. Charging it? Like, how do you want to pay for this? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's something that's so funny because especially the, these, I'm sorry, these, are assholes plain and simple you're gonna put like a tip down on the bar 
and then you find out what the price is, and then you're going to take the tip back or yeah. something like that. You're going to be like, well, you know, it's just eating into your tips. Uh, no, because I'm, I'm still not, you know, like I got no choice on that. Yeah. Like I, it's still like, you know what? Now you are definitely getting charged. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, there, there are just so many. Dude, <laughs> this may have to be a, a, like a two-parter. I know. Is, uh, I don't even know. How, how long have we been going? Uh, like 50 minutes. 50? 50, yeah. God damn. Let's keep going. Fuck it. Yeah, I just say, I'm like, I've still got I've half got one list. I, I, I've got one right now. Right now. <laughs> right, go for it. This guy right here. We're, we're going free. Oh, yeah, tapping on the bar. That's another one of mine, yeah, too. The tapping oh. the snapper. Dude, I've literally, I, I, not here, but like another bar I worked at. I, I had a guy, it's like, hey. And I literally walked by him and like, and I snapped my fingers at him. I'm like, dude, I'm not your dog. <laughs> that shit may work on your wife. Does not fucking yeah, work on no, me. No, man, dude. no. No. And like tapping on the bar too. Like, and the thing is, I have yet seen somebody tap on the bar mm. where everybody else at the bar didn't turn out and give them like the dirtiest look ever. Yeah. It's like so many people know not to do that, but then some people don't. Yeah. Um, the now snapper, there was, the tapper, the whistler. There was. We have this one guest. I don't know what's going on with him, so I'm not making fun of him. But he can't talk. Like, you could tell he had some kind of surgery. I, okay. So I don't know. But it was funny because I was at center bar behind the front well okay. where yeah, the yeah. girls are at. And all of a sudden, I hear this. I'm like, who the fuck? Like, I was just up there. So, like, I'm walking around the corner. I'm ready to give this dude, like, the meanest look ever. Right, yeah. And it was like, I was like, oh, oh shit. Uh, yeah, my bad. What you got, dude? Sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, who the Oh, it's you, the yeah. guy that can't talk. So, yeah. yeah. So, I would kind of put my foot in my mouth after that. I was like, all right. I'm, I'm sorry. Man, what do you want? But he wanted up. <laughs> he was cool. Yeah. I mean, maybe he was cussing me out, but I didn't hear him. So, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> tappers. Yeah, don't tap. Please don't tap. There's never a reason for, you know, to tap. Yeah. Then we have another guy. Uh, it's not in, like anyone in particular, just a type of gentleman. He will literally ask you the price of every oh single liquor yes. we have and it's like uh, and, and dude, we'll, we'll 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 tell you it's like well we'll go all right it's this much oh, that's this much all right well i'll talk about like yes i you go through all the beers and they're like ah, i'll take a corona yeah I'm like dude like i've got to the point now where i ask him i was like look why don't you help me out like what are you looking for? Yeah. Are you looking for a dark beer, light beer? Because when you got like 15 different beers, after a while, it's like Miller, but like, I was like, just what are you looking for? Dark, light, whatever. No, but these guys at my will ask you like for all the high end That's like the cheap seats. Oh, people in the cheap seats. Now the cheap seats, I don't know if this is the proper term, but this is what we, I, we used to call it. The, the seats, there's all, cause there's always at least one seat. That's right. That is literally right in front of the bartender. Well, and that is the seat where I call it the cheap seats because that's the person that will ask you about everything you're doing. Yep. But still order like the most plain shit ever. Mm-hmm. Like, and the thing is, you literally, it's like you're teaching, it's like you're teaching a class. And, he'll, and they'll ask you every fucking drink. Yes. What's that? What's that? What's that? And again, it's just like the whole like short story thing. Yeah. Like, you got to be mindful. If that mm-hmm. bartender is moving, they're busy. Yeah. And they get they it's such a rhythm you get into with where your bottles are at and you're in your head the whole time going, okay, I need to pour this, that, grab that, this, and this, and this. Mm. You have to stop every five seconds. And you're yeah. like, okay, that's Blue Carousel. Well, this yeah. is a Long Island. Yeah. No, that was a walk me now. No, this is a Sex on the Beach. Yeah. No, that White Russian. If it's, it's not busy, the, the, I'll, I'll gladly tell you what I'm making. Yes. But if I'm if if I'm if I got a bar full of people and mm-hmm. servers to wait on, 
dude, I don't have time to tell you. Yeah. Or, or, or if I do, I'm not going to be nice about it. It's like, so, if I go to your job, what are you doing? What do you do that for? Yeah. What are you doing that? How are you doing that? What, what's that for? What's that? I'm like, oh, dude, just yeah. ugh, let me make the drink first. Yeah. Like, if I'm making your drink and you want to know what's in it, I get it. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. But, like, the next 15 people that are coming down the line, you don't need to know what's in their drink. Just let me make their shit. Mm-mm. All right. So, my next one is, uh, what was it that we called him? Oh, the, uh, uh, the social media guy. So, okay, in my bar, you know, we have some pretty high-end stuff. It's like, hey, man, can I see that bottle? It's like, no, no. It's like, if, and, and like, the, the, the rule at my bar, and I told my guys this, if we have to get on the bar or physically have to reach pretty high up or something, you're buying a shot. Mm-hmm. We're not going to take down the bottle of Pappy 23 just so, you, just so you can take a picture of it, you know, and make it look like you're actually drinking it. Mm-hmm. No, brother. If we have to get it down, you're buying a shot. Now, that being said, though, I do have people that will ask for that bottle. And I will gladly do it for them because I know that they'll probably end up buying it. Oh, yeah. Or or they'll, they, they bought it in the past. Like, for example, mm-hmm. Christian Baum. Yeah, if he asks for something, he's either going to buy it right then dude, or that, he's serious. Dude, that man is so nice and so generous. I would bend over backwards for that man. But, yeah. If, if if he asked for the bottle, fuck yeah, I'm going to get it down. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because uh, I remember when we got that OFC in and the, and, the, and, and the antique collection, that man did an impromptu bourbon tasting right then and there of like eight bourbons. And not like cheap shit. I mean, at, mm-hmm. at well over $300. Paid for all of it. Yeah. Yeah. So like that guy, because I know, because if, if he asked for a bottle to look at it, he's probably going to buy it mm-hmm. and probably going to buy two of them. That's it. No, I agree, dude. It's like, God, oh, it's like, come on, man. It's like, give me something again. Cause it's always those people. Like the biggest thing I can tell people is be aware of the bar. When you walk up, like if that, because there's a difference between the bartender, just like kind of sitting against the bar and maybe the bartender kind of bouncing around looking, you know, hitting on people like are hitting people like, you know, are you good? Are you good? Are you good? And there's a difference if you've got that bartender and he's like breaking a sweat. Or she's breaking a sweat and they're moving. Like that's not the time to start like asking the sightseeing questions. Like let them do their job. Mm-hmm. They're in their zone. They're in their element. Let them bang out their drinks and get to that point where they can just breathe for a second. Um, like I had a bar back today. I start to ask me a question about a, a like a policy kind of deal. Like okay. how many drinks you can serve, whatever. But we were in the weeds. Like the girls had two orders in the back. I had four people up front. I said, look, dude. Let's blow through this shit, and then I'll answer whatever question you got. But right now, the bar needs to be cleared out. And so once we got done, I was like, okay, <laughs> here's your answer. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's that. But um, that's true. That's true. I can't stand That's so irritating. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, ti- it's, a, it's a time thing. I mean, you're yeah. getting such a – like, uh, you know, I, my right hand, I'm good. I can pour with two bottles in my right hand. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the guys that works on me, dude, he goes, oh, I'm like, dude, I promise you, it may look nice, but it was not born out of being looking nice. I said, when yeah. you work at the bar I used to work in and you've got like our pint sized glasses as your normal yep. drink and you've got like six or seven of those for one or two of your customer orders and your server's got three or four of those. Uh, you learn real quick, like to do anything you can to shave whatever little time That's off right. to make those drinks so that you can get them out quick and easy if that means you got to look good and fancy when you're doing it then let it go yeah but i remember working with you man we had we had the bar full we had a line at least 10 long and we still had two servers to wait on Mm -hmm. damn that was fun that was i missed those great i missed those fucking days oh god it was good dude yeah that's and i like being busy like that because that is when you get into a flow yeah 
it really is, you know, it's like Keith, you know, when we, when Rocky first started with yeah. us, Rocky was like, yeah, I learned with Keith just to get the fuck out of his way. Cause he was going to run right over you. I'm like, yeah, dude, like you got to get in and get out. That's you can't sit and hang man. out. Yeah. Hell yeah. And the sad thing is he's tall enough. He could, well, Rocky's tall too, but he could literally step over either one of us if he wanted to. Yeah. But I mean, you know, when you got multiple bartenders, especially that ones that work really, really well, mm-hmm. You get in almost like a dance because yeah. you're just you're playing off of each other and you get in such a zone yeah. that one little thing and you're like, I feel like a noob. I'm like, yeah. fuck, I didn't forget everything. But yeah, I ever it's knew. funny because like what like whether it was you and me, me and Keith, you and Keith, we never like bumped into each other. We just had like that dance mm-hmm. or like you know like you know we poured you know I I get two glasses and I you know I pour low and he pour high and you know you know he. I, I, I hear he's got this order, so I get the glass for and I put ice. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's like we're, it's a dance. And we never, it was a small bar, like width wise, but we never, like, oh, I'm sorry, dude. Oh, you know, like, oh, yeah, man. It's great. When you got to, if you're, when you're a bartender, and if you're a bartender, especially if you've worked in busy bars with other people, I know you can relate to this shit. It is such a cool, cool job when you get into a good flow with someone and you can just knock a bar out. Because, especially if you can do that, the bar may look slammed. Yeah. But you got a strong bartender or two bartenders, they can so knock out a bar quick. Yeah. Like today, it was it was cool because I had help there, but at times it was almost like, get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. It's like, I know it looks like all hell's breaking loose, but it's organized chaos. Like, exactly. People are going to wait. They may be waiting for a minute or two, but I promise you they're not going to be sitting there for 15, 20 minutes. Just yeah. Let me get through my stuff and make sure I got what I need. But yeah, it's it's when you get into that flow, it's really really nice. Dude, it's 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 like not really tunnel vision, but it kind of is in a way because mm-hmm. like when it gets busy, you're just like you're very focused. Oh yeah, well because you got a list. It's like when I bar backed. You know, I, I I used to tell people all the time when I bar backed, like I always had a list, mental list of like six seven things in my head. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I had to ice down this bar. This bar needed this. Then I have to go do this. Then I got it packed up pick that up on the dock yeah then i gotta stop and do this and then i have to do this like it was always and the same thing when you're bartending you know you've got okay i gotta make this drink this drink this this drink i'm out almost out of this i gotta hunt for that i gotta get that but i can get that when i'm doing this make this when i'm making that i sat down while i'm putting that it's just <laughs> it's whatever what's that movie where the guy's like looking at the chalkboard and all those math problems start coming and floating <laughs> in his head that's exactly what it's like only it's martini glasses and liquor um so it is an awesome thing one my thing, I think this is my last thing too, which it may work out because I wow, man, we kind of your last thing, dude. I've got. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna sit back. I, I'll just play off you then. Know like know what you're ordering, like okay. Well, people come up and mm-hmm. they'll get, give me a crown. I'm like, okay. Do you want that shot? Do you yeah. want that neat? You like, want shot rocks? They're like, yeah. Like all right, shot rocks. Yeah, motherfucker. It's not an A and B question. <laughs> it's an either or. Yeah. Do you want ice in it or not? Oh, yeah, no, 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 no ice. All right. Okay. <laughs> like, we're good now. Or yeah. when you do pour the shot and they're like, oh, I wanted ice in it. Well, fuck, why didn't you say something? Yeah. It's like, again, I kind of go back to the first thing. Make your order. Yeah. Like, just do your order. Yeah. Oh, or people that walk up going, all right, I want vodka hmm. and ice. And they're waiting for you to do it as you go. I'm like, man, this is going to go a lot quicker if you just tell me what the fuck you're drinking. Yeah, there's nothing. Oh, give me a Bloody Mary then. Yeah. See, there we go. We're yeah. good. <laughs> it's like you didn't save like you know three puppies in 20 minutes. We're mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. Now, one that kind of gets to us sometimes is uh, keep the conversation light. It's like, dude, it's like, mm. yeah, sports are going to come up. That's that's okay, dude. Politics and religion do not belong at a bar. Do I, not belong. At I a have bar. learned this though. 
if you are familiar enough with politics as a bartender, mm-hmm. it can be an ally. It can, yes, Because right. if you have that one guest that is just annoying the shit out of you, all you have to do is go, yay for Trump, yay for Biden, yay for whatever, and they're like, and they just get a belief. You're like, yeah, exactly. I don't even know who the fuck that is, but it just seemed like it yeah. worked. Yeah. I had one guy at the bar, I walked up to Center Bar, it was during the college championships. Okay. Now, for our guests, our listeners, I am the least dude's dude when it comes to sports. Mm. I like watching like UFC and boxing, and yeah. even then, I couldn't tell you about the fighters at all. Yeah. I just like watching two guys get in there and knock the shit out of each other. Or ladies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, they got some awesome fights. I just like seeing two people in general like try to kick the shit out of each mm. other. But I couldn't tell you who, like... Like, you I, don't know, like, their camps or where yeah, they're from. Yeah, I, I know the big names, but yeah. I couldn't tell you the records. I couldn't <clears> tell <throat> you who... You know, what I just like watching it. So yeah. this guy, he comes in, he's sitting down, and he starts talking about, like, Clemson or Alabama, like, whatever the big team was at the time. He's like, yeah, I think Clemson's going to whoop up on Alabama or this and that. And I'm like, man, I don't really know. Like, I don't, you know, I don't really follow sports, really. I just, mm-hmm. you know... Oh, so then he proceeds to tell me for the next 20 minutes. Like, he's laying Jesus. out sports. And I finally had to just tell him, I was like, look, dude, it's not that I don't have time to watch it. I have no interest in it. I just, <laughs> I really don't give a shit about it. Like, I, just, I don't care. Like, I, and I work day shift, so I'll catch the highlights the next day anyway. Exactly. I was like, they're going to boil, like, the two-hour game down to, like, five minutes, and I'm going to get it all. I was like, I just don't give a shit. Yeah, Sports Center's going to be on at least three times in my yeah, show. Yeah, so I've learned now that if someone's talking about something that I have no interest in, I'm like, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah, damn right. Uh-huh, sure. Because if not, you're going to get schooled for the next 20 minutes or 30 minutes, so they're going to tell you everything about it, and you're like, mm. dude, you weren't listening. Yeah. I, I didn't say I don't have time to watch it. I just said I don't care. You know, it's funny. Uh, I know bartenders like that. Mm-hmm. That don't are there's not big into sports, mm-hmm. so I, I've actually asked them in the past, like, so when you have like, say like a big game on, who are you cheering for? It's like the ones that tip me the most. Exactly. That's <laughs> like when guests ask, like, "What's your favorite drink to make?" The one that gives me the best tip. <laughs> That's it. Like if you're a fiver and you like Budweiser, dude, I love doing Budweisers. If you're a tenor and you like Long Islands, I love making Long Islands. Right. That's my favorite. Or when they walk up going, hey, man, uh, surprise me. I give them a bottle of beer. There you go. I'm like, here's your beer, 350 <laughs> They're like, oh, I'm like, you didn't say I had to be fancy. You just said surprise you. Yeah. And you look pretty surprised right now. <laughs> so here's your Budweiser. <laughs> but I, I will say, dude, you know, we've met some really awesome people like working like behind the bar, especially at our current job. Oh, yeah. Some and, really awesome people. You and know. that's the flip side of it, too. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, we've made some great friendships. I mean, that, hell, that's how me and you got together and became right. friends. Um, both bartending together. We've got some awesome friends that we've made that, you know, started off as guests and are still our guests at the bar and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like any other job, especially in the service industry. I mean, you're going to have your crap days. You're going to have your annoyances and stuff like that with any job, yeah. you know. But overall, I will. it's a fun job, yeah. and you get so much leeway, even in a, a more professional-type setting bartending, right. than you would a professional yeah. anything. Yeah, like we have these these regulars. They're actually friends of mine, and Rick and Lori, mm. you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny because I we lived in the same apartment complex in Orlando, but I never met them until I moved here. And yeah, because uh, when I first met them, I, I got their business card, and Amanda came over. It's like, baby, this address looks so familiar. It's like, why? It's like, that's our old address, asshole. It's like, they're they're in building seven. We were in six, so our our apartments actually 
faced each, each other. other. That never is met. so awesome. But anyway, when they come, dude, they are our fucking delight to be with. You know, one, we always hug. I call them mom and pops. Mm-hmm. We, we hug them. And it's messed up because they're like, hey, don't tell anybody you saw us. Because other bartenders will get jealous because they're not drinking with them. Yeah. And we, like both myself and Keith, told them, like, we don't care if you tip us. We just love seeing you guys. Yeah. We love seeing you. Like, you guys can eat, eat and drink here, not give us a dime, and we're totally cool with it because we fucking love oh, you so yeah, much. Oh, yeah, dude. And that's, that's like, uh, you know, I've heard from people before, um, you know, Delia's got this really awesome philosophy. And I, as soon as she told me the first time, I loved the shit out of it. She said, here's the deal. And this is in the casino setting. She was like, I don't give a shit if they tip me or if they're playing. If they're contributing to my 401k in some kind of way, <laughs> then that's fine. She said, I've only got so much real estate on my tray. Mm-hmm. She's like, so even if they're stiffing, if they're playing, they're contributing to the, to the, to the casino, the casino pays me, they're contributing to my 401k, mm-hmm. they're helping the door stay open. She was like, I'll serve them. Yeah, that's actually like, a really good philosophy. Yeah, dude. she said, if they're tipping, again. They're contributing. Yeah. She was like, so I don't care if they're contributing or not. She was like, just as long as you're contributing some kind of way. Yeah. She's like, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. So I, and that's like, well, Ty and Amber, the first time I had ever met Ty and Amber, I don't know if I ever told you the story. The first time I ever met Ty and Amber, I was, we were uh, bartending at the pool on the South side. And it was funny because I had them and I had another couple that I know uh, I, I can't think. Was of what was Ty wearing the 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 like American flag like shorts or bandana? No, okay. I wish it was like later in the day. But it was funny okay. because I met I met them, mm-hmm. and you know, they just you could tell they were like a cool couple right off the bat. Um, you know, hit it up, found out he was a police officer. You know, talked about some. My family was a police officer. I said, hey, you know, appreciate man, wherever you're policing at, yeah, appreciate you. Um. Well, then there was this other couple that I got to know, too, that wound up coming down. Well, they wound up talking to each other, just kind of hitting it off. Well, then there was this there was this other guy, like, just douche. Yeah. Like, total, like, just loud, obnoxious, like, jumped in the pool with all of his money in his pocket. Oh, like, he had his, all his dollars scattered around the bar trying to draw. I'm like, look, dude, if that shit flies off the bar, I, I got nothing for you. I'm like, well, I'm not liable for your money. So, well... Amber and Ty and this other couple, they wind up sitting at the bar with this third guy that you could clearly see was like not welcome at all because mm-hmm. he was just being that annoying. And I'm trying my damnedest to be like, hey, bro, you know, this and that, like trying to run point. You know, yeah. I'm like, all right. So that was the first time I ever met Ty and Amber. And so <laughs> after that, when they come down, I'm like, dude, what's going on, guys? And so you do meet some really, really cool people, and yeah. you do get to talk to a lot of people, too. So yeah. there's always that. There's yeah. And I, overall, I do enjoy bartending. Um, so I, like I said, this was just – it was definitely a joke episode. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but don't get me wrong now. Don't do this shit when you go to the bar. No, hell no. But no. – Use uh, this as a learning tool. Exactly. Yeah. And we'll have to do like a part two and bring some like female bartenders in. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or bring some in from like female cocktails. Yeah. Like we talked before, like we'll title episode, how to not hit on your server or how to not hit on your female <laughs> bartender. Oh, man. But, but yeah. Yeah, uh, man, we've, we've met some really cool people. And, and again, no, not, not to say anything, but, you know, like again, like Christian Bomb, that man – could come in and not tip us a single dime. He is just a cool guy to be around, and that he supported me in my in my bourbon growth, one hundred percent. He's like, if you need anything from me, you let me know, it, dude. When when I first held my first bourbon tasting, he's like, save me six spots. 
<laughs> right off the bat. Right off the bat. Not 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 even knowing what the revenue was going to be. It's like, save me six months. It's like, I want to help you out. Yeah. And dude, that, that man is just so cool, so generous, man. Yeah, because it is a people business. I mean, at the end it of the is. day, I mean, if you're, <laughs> you could fake it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the best bartenders are the ones that are going to be able to sit behind the bar and realize that when somebody comes to the bar, and this is especially geared toward the newbies, the people maybe that just started bartending, or if you're listening to this and you thought about getting into bartending, what I would say, and I'm sure you'll agree with this, is if you are not ready to be on stage and be ready to talk to people and joke with people, um, then it's probably not going to wind up being a very enjoyable job yeah you wear many hats as a bartender you're you're, God, yeah. you're 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 their bartender their server their mm-hmm. friend their therapist at times shit you're the bouncer half the time you're the i mean you know you because we have you know we deal with of course you know alcohol and worrying about people getting too drunk so you wind up having to be like the police the this the that but if you know how to talk to people you know and say hey look man I don't want to have to call security. So if you order another one, I'm going to have to call security. So let me give you a water. Let me give you exactly. a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> and you know, I've had several guests like, man, is it that bad? I'm like, you're not there yet, but if you yeah. order another one, we're going to yeah. be there. So <laughs> let me give you what I can give you until I tell you, I can give you what you want. Oh man. But yeah. God, that there's just so many more things that we could talk about. But well, that's awesome. But we're not going to right now. No, we'll save that. We gotta we'll have save some future it. episode yeah. stuff. But okay. So since it's the end of the show, let's get us one more pour. Mm. Yes. Uh, that was so awesome. And and I hate to be a downer. Uh oh. And I hate to Shanghai the toast, but if you don't mind, I like to make a quick toast. Go for it, sir. So oh, we're sipping on Buffalo Trace right now. So this drink is to my uncle. I called him Tio, Tio, Tio Fredo. You know, he was a great man. I have very fond memories of going to your house and playing with my cousins. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you passed too soon, and we miss you. We love you, and I'm sure I'll see you one day. So, to Tio Fredo. Cheers, sir. Oh, that is good. Very good. Very good. All right, so are we checking out now? Yeah, yeah, let's call it, brother. All right. Well, that's it, guys. I know uh, we were a little delayed on releasing this episode, so we appreciate you guys hanging with us. We yep. had some personal stuff going on, kind of some scheduling conflict, but I think we're almost out of the woods with all that stuff. So, yeah, we are. Uh, you know, again, we're really sorry about that, you know, but just like with everything else, life gets in the way sometimes, you know, whether it be family you know, the podcast, you know, we're not making money off this yet, so we both still have full-time jobs, you know, but again, thank you to everybody that supported us and reached out in any way to support, you know, this, this project that both myself and Kevin are, are taking right now. Definitely guys. And I know in the future, we want to start trying to reach out to people and maybe try to bring some guests on and stuff like that. So still big things coming, big ideas. So we just got to get it all worked out and bring it straight to, but, uh, just to let everybody know, uh, my handle stuff has kind of changed as far as reaching out to me. I've actually, uh, got a website now that I'm trying to funnel everything to. Fancy. I know. Well, I was like, you know what? Just trying to like post on this page, post on that, check this email and check that. I'm like, man, this is just going to be real annoying quick. So I was smart in my stroke of genius. Uh, I went ahead and uh, I put together a website. It's going to be smoking Bubba 
S M O K I N B U B B A. No Z. No Z. Oh. No, I, hey, I was smart. <laughs> I, when I got this early, I was like, you know what? Now the problem now is when I backtrack and start going through all the other stuff that I got yeah. and removing the Z where I can. So it's smoke in Bubba dot GoDaddy sites dot com. I'm, I'm working on, I got the domain name. Okay. And I just did the website. So I have to look into. I think you gotta you, know, you gotta pay some more money to get it connected, which isn't much. No, it's not so that much. I think once I do that, it'll just shorthand down to smokingbubba.com and it'll go straight to that. But uh, I've got uh, my personal Facebook page on there, and then the Smoking Bubba Instagram page uh, connected on that, so you can go there. Also got uh, like a little section for blog posts. We'll try to do like announcements, just more personal stuff, but also uh, a separate page within that that has the Sips and Stogies page where you can go and uh, hit the link and go to past episodes as we release them. Um, or you can just keep checking us out on Facebook, Instagram as we funnel them out that way. That's right. You can find me on Instagram as the Bourbon and Whiskey Guy, and you can find me on my personal uh, Facebook page. And if you guys have any questions, comments, please uh, feel free to reach out to us in the Facebook group. And uh, I guess that does it for us, brother. That's it, man. Another one in the books. Another one in the books, man. Thanks, guys. Y'all take care. Later.